Welcome. You're listening to the Making the Shift podcast, where you learn how to go from employee to CEO and build a wildly successful coaching or yoga business. I built my coaching business while working as a teacher, and now I'm obsessed with helping other women do the same. Each week, I will teach you high-level mindset and business strategies that you can implement right away. I'm your host, life and business coach, Denise Veneri. All right, everybody, let's do it. We are going to be talking about money today, and I cannot wait to dive into this subject. As much as I love that my clients and myself included are visionaries who want to transform people's lives, the benchmark of any business is revenue. And I hit my highest record in my business to date, 30K in seven days. I was at 42K by the end of February. Guys, mine blown. (laughs) That is cause for celebration. And I'm going to be breaking down how I created that on a future episode. So be sure to check back in. All right. And speaking of celebration, I just need to shout out my client, Lynn. She is just killing it. She sent me a message the other day stating that she just signed a new client at her new rate and she's an ideal client. Not only that, but she re-signed a client, bringing her to her highest week ever. (laughs) So good. I just love this work. Okay, so I wanted to do this episode about money for so many reasons, but I will start with this. The amount of money you make in your business is in direct correlation to the amount of value you provide and the impact that you have. So let me say that for the people in the back. So if you're multitasking, listen in. The amount of value you provide and level of impact you have on others is in direct proportion to the amount of money you make in your business. Obviously, I am not talking about your personal life. You can have massive impact in your personal life and not make a dollar. But we are talking about business, friends. We're talking about entrepreneurship. So if you are making 10K months, 20K months, it's because you are providing value and therefore helping people. For some reason, especially in the coaching world, people think they are separate, that you can't make money and do good work in the world. And that is simply not true. And this just isn't like a phenomenon in the coaching world. I coach therapists, doctors, coaches, yoga teachers across the board, people at different education levels and different income levels. This is just one of the many limiting beliefs that people have around money, which is fascinating to me because you are in business. One of the things I coach on in my one-to-one program is money thresholds. And basically, we all have a ceiling where we can get behind a certain income in a year. Like our nervous system has calibrated to that number. We kind of know there's like no way we would ever make less than that in a year, right? Like no way we would ever allow ourselves to not make that each month or each year. So for example, if you've been making 100K per year and I offered you a job at 20K, most of you would say no. That's just not where you're at. That like your minimum is 100K. But on the flip side, if I told you to go out and make 500K this year, you might also have a lot of thoughts about that number. So the paradigm that you are living in is that it's totally possible and even acceptable to make 100K, but not 500K. And I could just keep lowering that number like, okay, so then try to make 300K 
and 200K and see how your mind and your body responds to the number. And I've seen it countless times where one coach makes 300K and is good with that number, but another coach thinks that making 200K is unethical or not possible. They could literally have the same niche or the same level of education, the same experience. The only difference between them is the way they think about money. That's it. And that is what dictates their individual threshold, the threshold at which their nervous system has calibrated to, that they can make that level of revenue in their business. They have acclimated to it. They have calibrated to that. So it's within their realm of possibility. As a matter of fact, it's expected. And so that's what they create for themselves each year, right? The number actually has nothing to do with what's possible. It's just the thoughts about that number. And so I've had this experience a few times where I've suggested that clients raise the price of their coaching program or their packages. And they told me that it was unethical to charge that number. Like I've literally heard those exact words from not just one person, but quite a few. And all I gotta say is not today, friends. (laughs) When I ask more questions, I can usually tease out the limiting belief that's like underpinning that comment. And not today, not under my watch. There's a paradigm shift happening right now where people who do good work in the world Thought leaders, visionaries are ready to get paid well, really well for their work and not go broke. There's this awesome quote, and I might butcher the quote, and I honestly cannot remember who said it, and I'm sure many of you have heard it, but it's something like, you can't be broke enough to help the poorest person. Really let that sink in. Somehow, The people who should really be compensated for their contribution to society are severely underpaid. So instead of big pharma and insurance companies making bank, what about the doctors and the holistic practitioners? Instead of the big named yoga pant companies, how about the yoga teachers make the money? I mean, this shit gets me really fired up. (laughs) So many enterprises are making millions of dollars off the backs of the people who actually do the work. And really, I can't blame the companies. They are doing what big business does, right? Like they're in business to make money and they don't apologize for it. So instead, it's for you, the individual entrepreneur, to think differently about money and about contribution and that those two things go together. They are not separate. And I think we should all make a fuck ton of money, have the impact that we want, have fun and feel fulfilled physically, emotionally, mentally, spiritually, and financially, period. So when I work with someone on their money beliefs, I mean, I get really fired up. Of course, I hold space and I have patience and I love them well, but I also don't buy into the story that they can't raise their price or that it's or some arbitrary number is an unethical price to charge. And I usually can tell where they are at by how much they've actually made in their business. If they're at 25K for the year or 100K or 300K, it's because of their current beliefs about money. So if they are not making the money that they want, they're under earning, but it's not a, it's not a, a, a result of society or a result of what people are willing to pay. It is 100% a result of the way that they are thinking about money. That's it, okay? All right, so 
That's one of the ways that I actually like to have people explore their money beliefs. I ask them to either raise their price and tell me what they think or tell me, you know, if if I if they wanted to make 200k in a year, what actually comes up? I want to bring up all their shit to the surface. So, here's what I actually did with some of my clients this past um couple of weeks. I recently gave them a challenge. And depending on what they've produced for the past few months, I challenge them to make a certain amount in 30 days. So I got my newbies, they got 5K in 30 days, others got 10K, and others 20K in 30 days. Funny thing, they all had the same mind drama. This was brilliant. This was actually really significant for me to see as well, because the number changed, right? Like they all got a different number. But their collective limiting beliefs around money did not. They all had similar mind drama. And so here are some of the limiting beliefs that you might hear around money and you might actually have them as well. I don't know how to make that much. There's no way I could ever make that. I'm not worth that much. No one would ever pay that. Money doesn't grow on trees. In order to make money, you have to work really hard. Money isn't spiritual. Money making a lot of money is unethical. There are more, and I'm sure you have your own brand of money beliefs, money limiting beliefs, but you get the gist. So what I want you to recognize here is that all of these are thoughts. They're just thoughts. They're just collective beliefs that a group of people have subscribed to, but that doesn't make it true. As a matter of fact, they are not true as evidenced by my little challenge to my clients. They all had the same thoughts but the number was different. So hear that again. This is how we know those beliefs are not true because they all had similar thoughts, but the number changed. So the thoughts the thoughts are not dependent on like the money number, right? Like if the number, if they're gonna have mind drama at 5K, they'll have it at 10K, they'll have it at 20K. The number that you're bringing into your business is actually neutral, right? It's just how you're thinking about it right? So this is what's really, really important. Again, if you're multitasking, stop and come back to me. Your relationship with money, your thoughts about money and money creation will dictate how much you are able to make. And this is even for people who have a career that are working full-time. It's the same principle, okay? But I'm talking about entrepreneurship here. So your current level of income or revenue is reflective of your current beliefs about money and what is possible to make. So if you want to make more, you have to figure out what are the thoughts that are preventing you from from doing that. Now, I know that some of you will want to dig in and tell me why you can't or you haven't made that like that it's coming from your parents or, you know, like your ancestry or some past event. And you've actually had these beliefs for 30, 40 years and you grew up in the house and this is what you heard growing up, right? I completely understand that that might be like true, right? That you did grow up and there was some scarcity around money. And I think it's really important to acknowledge that. Right. So you can acknowledge that maybe this is a money story that's not even yours, that it belongs to like your ancestors. Right. Maybe it belongs to your parents. Right. Like You can acknowledge that. But here's the thing. Don't get caught in that story. Don't let that define you now. Okay, that's just the old paradigm that you have around money. But now that you know it, you can shift it. And 
It does not take intense spiritual work or months of reprogramming to shift it. It can happen in an instant, truly. The only reason that you had the belief for so long is not because it's a deep-seated belief. It's because you just never questioned it. That's it. And now you get to. That's it. (laughs) Easy peasy. So all your money beliefs, write them down, and then know that they can be unraveled in an instant, one at a time. And what I find often is you might uncover all your money beliefs, like you might have 15 or 20, right? Like some number that your brain like starts freaking out about and is like, oh my God, this is too much. It's going to take me forever to undo this. I'm fucked, right? I'm never going to make money. Like I have all these limiting beliefs around it. None of that is true, okay? Because what I often find is when you unravel like one or two of them, the rest naturally come undone, right? So you kind of want to pick the most potent ones. Start there, okay? Now here's a caveat about doing this work, which I'm going to walk you guys through in a second. But sometimes these limiting beliefs return, especially when you go to raise your price. All the mind shit comes back up, okay? Or if you set like a higher goal. So let's say your goal this year is 50K and then next year it's 100K or 200K. You might work on all your limiting beliefs to get get yourself to 50K, but then you set your goal for 100K and they all come back right? That's completely normal. All the mind drama comes back, right? But it doesn't mean anything has gone wrong. It just means you have to coach yourself again and you calibrate your nervous system to that next level of income, okay? So that's essentially what you're doing here is you are calibrating your nervous system to the next level by listening to yourself, like feeling in your body and questioning the current beliefs, Okay, so I know I've mentioned on many an episode that my main coaching tool is the model. So here's just kind of a quick process in relationship to that. You write down, um, write the number down of the money you want to make in your business. So let's just say this year, like we're in March, right? And, you know, you have nine full months that you want to hit 100K. Let's just say that's your number, right? And it should be a number that you've never done before. So if you made 100K last year, then you want to like double it, okay? If you made no money last year, you can set set your goal for 100K or 50K. It doesn't matter. Just something that you really want to hit. And then listen, like listen in. You're going to write it on a piece of paper and then you're going to get really quiet and listen in, right? All the thoughts that come up are your limiting beliefs about why you can't have it. It's noise. That's essentially what it is. It's a whole lot of noise. And if it goes unchecked, it's going to create a feeling. Sometimes the feeling is unworthy, discouraged, frustrated, overwhelmed, right? Whatever it is. But then you won't take aligned actions to the number you actually want. Instead, what I often see is you'll sabotage and not hit that number. Not because it wasn't possible, but because you had unaligned thoughts about money at that level, okay? It was 100% possible for you to hit that goal or to make that revenue in a certain time span, right? So if I were to challenge you to make 5K in 30 days, whatever thoughts come up, those are the reasons why you're not going to hit that number, not that it's not possible. And that's a very important distinction. It's like a 
tiny two millimeter distinction that means everything. So you want to write down all those thoughts and listen to that voice that is telling you all the reasons why you can't have it. Because those reasons are the thoughts that you actually want to start to kind of like unravel. Okay, so as many of you know, the school I went to puts a lot of emphasis on thoughts and I 100% agree. They are super important. But the more I do this work for myself and the more like clients that I kind of introduce this next piece to, I'm really starting to see the importance of our feelings and not just like feelings in this way of like, I feel disappointed and we can articulate that with language. But the actual energy that we create in the body from having certain thoughts, right? Like that the energy is going to show up in our physical body and we are going to feel it in the physical body, whether we have a pit in our stomach or our jaw gets tight or our heart starts to race or something like that, right? So that's one of the reasons why so many people want to like get rid of the thoughts. They want to like go take themselves out of that discomfort because physically it's so uncomfortable, right? So you might be tempted to self-coach and like want to rid yourself of all these thoughts, but I actually don't want you to do that, okay? You want to approach all of these thoughts in the most loving manner ever, right? And even put your hand on your heart and like really tap in from a place of love and compassion and acknowledge your thoughts. Acknowledge that they're there. And maybe even why. Like if you do know like this comes from your upbringing, right? That's totally fine. Acknowledge to yourself that they are normal thoughts, that you totally understand why you have these thoughts, that they're totally normal. And then like reassure yourself that like you have your own back, that you can hold space for yourself in a loving and compassionate manner right? Like no matter what. And you can coach yourself verbally here or on paper, but you know that it's moved like one thought at a time, right? You know, you've unraveled that thought when you feel a shift in the energetic body. You can feel the energy has moved through you and you get up a different person. That's how you know you've unraveled that thought or you've softened it, right? So you, so from love, you coach yourself. It's one limiting belief at a time. I like to stro- like choose the strongest one and then lovingly hold space for yourself and let it unravel by questioning it, okay? To me, this is a much more feminine approach to coaching and I just love that. Where the opposite would be like the more masculine approach of like, let's obliterate those limiting belief. Let's stomp them out. And I'm not saying that that doesn't work. I've seen, I've been, I've been in rooms, I've been to conferences where there's this very masculine approach of like getting rid of them. And um, I just don't know if we need to do that, right? I think that it can be sometimes really jarring for your nervous system, right? That like on top of the limiting belief and then the judgment and the negative emotion, now we're going to obliterate the limiting beliefs. We're going to get them out, right? Instead, I think try a loving approach. Try compassion, right? And I will tell you this, this has worked magic for me in my own life and my business, okay? All right, so some key pointers about doing this process is limiting beliefs are are not deep-seated beliefs. 
They are uninvestigated thoughts that went uninvestigated for a long time and you never thought to question them. They can unravel in an instant. Question these thoughts from a place of love and compassion. Know that as an entrepreneur, you can make as much money as you want as a coach, as a therapist, as a doctor, a healer, a yoga teacher, a consultant. It's your thoughts that create the level of money that is available to you. Get squeaky clean with money and you'll make more of it and ultimately having more of an impact on the world. So if you're ready to start up-leveling your relationship with money and wealth, I want to invite you to work with me. My clients have broken through their money beliefs after just one coaching session with me and went on to make more money in one week than they have ever done in their business before. That's the power of this work, and it is available for you too. All right, much love to you all. Go make a fuck ton of money. See you next week. Hey, if you're ready to grow your business, I want to invite you to learn about coaching with me. Set up a time by going to denisefineri.com forward slash consult. We spend one third of our lives at work and it can be purposeful and profitable while having the impact that you want. So until next week, go make some epic shifts. Thanks for tuning in.